Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go, baby! What's up, everybody? Bob Dog checking in with you once again, Particularly Packers podcast. Oh, man, what today took... A little bit of self-reflection, but it's all about Aaron Rodgers, baby. That's all we're going to talk about. That's all we really got to work with. Um, let's see, minicamp, everything else went, you know, it, it went as is. No injuries. Thank the heavens. Thank Allah. Thank whoever you got to thank. Thank Buddha. Thank, you know, what I mean, the goddesses, the gods, whatever, you, whatever you're into. Or, you know, just be thankful. That's all I'm saying. We got through without injuries. The most important part, more important than anything else. Nobody got injured. So, let's start with that. First off, being thankful. You know what I mean? That's that's number one. Um, number two, here's a little background about myself. Uh, never really been, enga- never been engaged. Never really been wanting to get married. Um, I have a different idea of marriage. I think that's between, you know, I think it's a religious thing between man, woman, and God, the way that I was gr- brought up. And I'm not the most religious fella, so I didn't want to. I'm a sinner. Every day, baby. I didn't want to bring God into that, so I'm going to continue sinning and doing my own thing. Um, I kept marriage to the side. That's just for tax purposes. If if I ever do do it, it's more for, you know, legal reasons at this point than, uh, you know, religious reasons, which I think that's what marriage is about. Personally, I don't know, to each their own. That's just the book that I read when I was a kid, but not a religious fella. Not a religious fella, even though I got Jesus tattooed on my chest. Oh, with that being said, all right, all that, hands down, um... My background, blah, 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 last 15 years, I'm only like, you know, what, just turned 33 a couple days ago. All right. With that being said, last 15 years, I basically had five-year relationships, three of them, boom, boom, boom. Um, most of them nutcases, most recent ones, pretty cool. She's awesome. Um, five years running, we got a little baby. She is about to turn two, and I also have a son that is 12. So... With that being said, a little background history. So that first relationship, I got a kid, and the last one, I had a kid. Not the best with the relationships. Um, kind of understand how they work and have a little experience. My last one, funny enough, thought that one might last forever um, until we went to a bar, blah, blah, blah. Some, you know, something happened. She got upset because I tipped the girl bartender a dollar more, so she slapped me. I turned around, walked out. I said, I'm out of here. Well, I guess she went over, talked to some guys, some friends of mine seen it, went over, some stuff happened. Next thing I know, detectives are coming down my job asking me questions. She snitched me out and wanted to link somebody to somebody and sent detectives to my job. That was my only tie-in, but it was it was all bad, man. So I never spoke with her again like after that. It was all bad. Um, you know what I mean? Snitched away. It was it a was very odd situation. So with that being said, I have no problem turning my back. Completely understand it. Doing my own thing is what I do. Um, my relationship with my parents is very strange. You know, I mean, I, like, what, 16 years old, I was, like, a registered runaway living out in Vegas. You know, I mean, didn't even, con- wasn't even in communication with them. Um, there's some drug history with, the, you know, some of my parents. My dad's been solid, so n- nothing there. But it's been interesting. You know, I have a very interesting life. Um, got the nipple whiskers podcast coming out soon. That'll be more like into my life type things, but that's the whole ghetto side of life. Back to Packers, back to the Packers. And this is all, I only say it because 
we're diving into Rodgers and his relationship issues. Yes, I said it. Nobody else is bringing this up. But Aaron Rodgers here, man, I don't think the problem lies in the Green Bay Packers. I really don't. And and I'm going to say this is pretty solidly because everybody knows what the Packers are about, their history. You know, they're, they're tried and true. They repeat. History repeats. We're pretty sure of that. I mean, it's pretty clear. And with that being said, I think the Packers is one of Rodgers' most successful relationships to date, even if it ends. I think it's very clear to date this is Rodgers' most successful relationship in his life. You know what I mean? As a millionaire, I don't even know how much. He might be a billionaire now. But the dude has had nothing but failed relationships. He has no kids, and he's almost 40 years old. You know what I mean? He just got engaged, like, spur of the moment. I mean, this guy's going head over heels. He's all in. I I think he realized he's almost 40 with no kids, no family, like, tie-ins. He had beef with his family. I hope things are cleared up. I hate to bring it up. I think it's, you know, bull jive that the – Media even brings up this type of issues. However, it is what it is. Um, I know his family's had some crazy issues with him, and that's only brought up because his brother was on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or something and brought it up, and his, his father spoke on it and said that uh, fame can change things. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that that goes against Aaron Rodgers in any way, shape, or form because, as most family people know, that should keep indoors. That shouldn't even make it to the media. I'm only speaking on it because it made it to the media. And this is just to speak of because it's been very clear. All of it's been very, you know, it's been laid out on the on the table. So I'm going to speak on it. If he wants to take a personal, woo, woo, we, could, we could dodge a weed, boy. We could dodge. But no, no, no. I, I hate to speak on it, but it is what it is. It's going to be the topic today. And, uh, it, you know, let's let's dive into it. With that being said. Um, before I jump too far into that, let's go back. Rogers tweeted over the weekend. Um, I know he tweeted about the Bucks when the Bucks won. Not surprising. I believe he's part owner or franchise owner or something over there. So that's expected. Bucks, you guys doing it? Um, I do hope you guys beat the Nets. A little basketball action for those who don't know what I'm speaking of. Um, they're in the playoffs. I think the Bucks just tied up the series two to two. I believe so. That hey, they balling out there. I believe. I believe uh, the Bucks might even be winning the series, but I believe it's two to two. Um, back to that. He also tweeted this weekend about Mister Diaz, Nathaniel Diaz, Nate Diaz, man, and his loss over the weekend to Leon Edwards. Man, UFC. I don't know if you guys watch it. I love it. Um, I definitely used to participate. My brother used to participate. We used to be, you know, 777 gym and my brother over there at uh, Unbreakable Gym with Brian Warren. You know what I mean? I left a little blood over there on those mats as well. So, hey, love MMA. You know what I mean? On my birthday, we ordered the fights. We were wilding. We had people over. My brother was over. You know what I mean? People were over. The fights were crazy. With that being said, Rogers tweeted Diaz. All right. So, Diaz is a beast. Diaz, um, you know. He is, he is, for those that don't know him, he's the guy that'll put you in a chokehold with his legs and flip off the camera. You know what I mean? He's always wiling out. Um, there is nothing like that guy when it comes to him and his brother in the world of MMA. I mean, it, it's crazy. So the only way that I can put this in Roger's form would say Nate Diaz right now, and arguably his brother, or even uh, 
Nate Diaz or let's say Conor McGregor, for example. He's the stars of all stars. Let's say Conor McGregor or Nate Diaz requested to make fighter decisions. I mean, they're one of the key pieces, right? I mean, Conor McGregor could arguably sit there and say, you know, this company wouldn't be what it is without me. Rogers can definitely sit there and say that at the table right now. And Conor McGregor can say, you know, this is what I built. So, you know, I don't want any more money. I have the money. I have money. I have my whiskey. I have this. I have all this going on. I don't need more money. What I want is power, which is basically what Rogers is saying. He no longer wants the money. He's not worried about the money. He's got plenty of money. He's got money. He's, he's good. He can bathe the money. He can burn money. doesn't matter. Money's irrelevant, basically. He knows he's going to get paid. Um, Rogers has been making money. What he wants is power. He's beyond the money. And this is the same way it could go with Conor McGregor. He, what if he was like, I don't, want, I don't want money. What I want is to make fighter decisions. I want to decide the fights. I want to decide who, you're, who the promotion is hiring and firing. This is what I want to do because I'm the main star here. You understand what I'm saying? Like Dana White would laugh at this guy, possibly even slap him. Like this is, is outrageous. Like it would never occur. Um, more money. That's you know that's one thing to request to be the highest paid because you you can you know that's what you play for basically is money. But at this point, Aaron Rodgers is playing for power. It's very strange. It's it's very manipulative. It's very, um, I think it's very destructive. It's very destructive if. if the players were like to be playing for power. That's what he's going to be more superior than his running back. He decides if the running back and him get into an argument, does the running back have to worry about getting, you know, not the same amount of snaps because uh, of his power position. Like this is ridiculous. What, what I'm hearing out here, somebody needs to slap this dude. Um, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, it's crazy that everybody, maybe it's a player's rights movement or something that this guy believes in, but we're going to take a deeper dive. I mean, this guy has some serious, uh, he's on a different wavelength. Um, the only people I can even put him on is as sad as this to say, and this is to bring him up, and it, it it's disgusting to bring up the situation, but I'm going to bring it up before I say anything. Offensive line is the reason why you know either of these two men's name is very clear, but the Steelers... And Antonio Brown with the Le'Veon Bell. Oh, man, that was disgusting. If, if we look back a couple years, you know what I mean? Like those just complete drama queens. You had two on one. Um, Antonio Brown's been nothing but a mess. Been just a disaster. I'm um, very, you know, great talent. You know, brings up, you know, I could think of many people like Josh Gordon and just people that great talents, great talents. But the mentals are not 100. I'm not going to say Rodgers is 100. He probably feels in his own mind he's 110. I mean, he, he makes himself seem like he's elevated. But at this point, Antonio Brown is going to be the closest comparison or Le'Veon Bell. I mean, Le'Veon Bell, for example, was tweeting that he would never play for Andy Reid again. That's crazy because Andy Reid is nothing but success. And I'm sure he has a structure in place that you need to follow. That's the way it's going to be. Um, Antonio Brown over there in Tampa Bay, I'm sure with Bruce Arians, had the same type of structure. You can do what you want to do, but these are the boundaries. You don't step out of those boundaries or you know, you don't even make it to my office. You just basically you're going to get the letter in the mail. Like you know what to do, what not to do. This isn't, you're not getting a spanking. There's no, you know, you're not getting bent over my knee. Just don't cross the line. That's all it is. And Andy Reid's that same type of guy. Like don't cross the line. You know the line. Why are you going to tamper with it? 
you got your money. That's, you know, what else do you want? Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. That would get me hot over there. Because those guys are a mess, man. I think that what they did with the Steelers organization, they handled it decently well. They got, you know, the problems out of house. Whew, it was it was crazy over there. Um, with that being said, we'll move on from the Steelers. Uh, I don't think Le'Veon Bell will probably ever play on a successful team again, especially one as successful as Andy Reid has. Andy Reid is a beast. You know what I mean? One of the best coaches in history. Definitely. I think he coached, I, I remember saying it in one of the episodes, maybe 20 years or something, and made the playoffs in like 16, something ridiculous or something. So with that being said, we understand Le'Veon Bell, he was what he was. He had a great patience. He had a better offensive line. The O-line over there was beast. They also gave Big Ben time to throw to Antonio Brown, and they also kept the linebacker. They kept, you know, eight men in the box, so Antonio Brown could get single coverage out there. Not every time, but, you know, because Le'Veon Bell was eating, eating. In that O-line, you couldn't stop him, so you had to have the extra man in the box. It was, it's football, baby. It's football. Um, Back to Rodgers. All right, so here we go. Back to Rodgers. We're going to start with, uh, he was with some Jessica Soar, some 2011. I guess she had too busy of a schedule. No, no, I want to bring back to this. Every person that he seems to date is like an actress, TV model, uh, TV drama star. You know what I mean? Some type of public figure in the eye making tabloids, um, fine, super, super bomb, super attractive. So, I mean, attraction is definitely going to draw him in. There's no doubt about that. He's not messing with no ugly chicks. He's not messing with a chick that doesn't have um, her stuff together. You know what I mean? You have to be successful and you have to be smoking hot, and then basically you're in the door. So, with that being said, you definitely got his standards. They're pretty high, um, pretty awesome. I'm not hating on him for that. If I was that popular and I had that type of power, I would definitely be going for these attractive chicks. But it definitely won't get you the best person. Won't get you the best partner. I'll tell you that right there if you got those type of standards. Um, I got lucky. I do got a beautiful partner. All that stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Irrelevant. All right. So with that being said, um, he was with some Jessica something, sores or something in 2011. And they broke up. But they reunited in 14 because her schedule was too busy. Right, which is kind of, you know, is okay, you guys aren't exes. I mean, you couldn't make it work in 2011. Let, let's go ahead. He, he runs around with a lot of girls, Rogers, all fine, all super fine. I didn't get all their names. I kind of just got the more relevant ones he was actually in relationships with. And he reminds me of some of my buddies, like I said before, I, I, I wouldn't be a fan of this guy, but he reminds me of some of my buddies that just doesn't seem to be single very long. He seems to be in a lot of, like, Longer relationships, which is kind of weird when he announced his engagement during his MVP award ceremony, which just sparks more. You know what I mean? You, you fit it in there twice into the MVP thing just to uh, bring up the attention, the spotlight, because he loves the spotlight, even though when he talks about one of his or his relationship with all of Olivia Moon, which is the next relationship he was in. Uh, that one was hard because it was in the public spotlight. But this is all things that he brings into the public spotlight. So even when it comes to the family things, all these, these are things that have been brought to our attention. They're not things that our attention were, you know, focused on at this point. So back to Jessica, things didn't work out. Her busy schedule, they tried, you know, things in between, flings and flings. And then 2014, they were tried again, fell apart. 
same year, 2014, so must not have been much time, you know, jumping around. He jumped into another relationship with uh, Miss Olivia Moon, who she addressed and brought to light some of those Rogers issues after the breakup, which he had with his family. Um, as Mr. Ed Rogers turned around as the father, I, let me let me back up before Mr. Ed. This started with uh, his brother on The Bachelor bringing up as he was telling one of the girls that basically she probably won't be meeting Aaron Rodgers because they don't talk much. They're not part of his life. That's what Aaron chose to do or chooses to do is basically the way he put it. Now, I'm not taking sides on that. I think it's disgusting that it was put that way. But just to shed some light, that is what he said. And um, basically he made it very clear that they don't speak much and they don't see each other. So that brought into, you know, the media's attention, the Rogers family issues, which brought up his father when asked about it. And he went on to a talk show and said that fame can change things, you know, and addressed that he, him, the father and the mother are not at the Green Bay games. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that they didn't watch it from home, but they're not at the games. They're not speaking with Rogers. Um, we're not sure what exactly the issue is, but we know that that relationship has wilted you know what i mean and that's with your parents that's one of the most um important ones i would say especially when you're in your uh early 30s you kind of at least me personally i at 33 i definitely value that i couldn't see hating my parents i saw somebody yell at their parents you know i'm not saying roger yelled at them but i saw a kid yell at his parents yesterday when i was working on their car in the front changing a water pump, and he was just, F you, F you, what's, what's your problem? She's super protective and kept this giant pit bull, who I feel bad for because he doesn't look like he walks at all, um, which is the point. She doesn't let him out of the house. It was his first time out of the house in a year and a half, and that is a big old beast of a dog. They spent thousands of dollars on this dog that used to pull sleds and pull massive weight outdoors in the backyard, um, bred to perfection, and now this dog is just a lop. I feel so bad for it. It has no spirit. I mean, I feel super bad. So with the kid yelling at his mom, I understand because she's super paranoid and doesn't even let the dog outside and was scared that the dog might bite somebody. I mean, at that point, you shouldn't own the pit bull. Um, it, was, it was sad. It was very disgusting to watch him yell at his mom. I'm not into that stuff. And I would definitely avoid it at all costs. So with those family issues, I mean, it brings a lot to light. Um I don't, with that being said, you know, I don't expect him to have the best relationship with the Packers. If you can't have the best relationship with your parents and you haven't figured that out yet, um, you haven't found love, you haven't found anything successfully in relationship terms, especially as long as 16 years, which you have with the Packers. Like, come on, guys, you got unreal expectations for this thing? We, we, we might. So he was with that Jessica chick, jumped there. Uh, Olivia Moon addressed the family issues, said that, you know, she was really pushing for him to talk to his family, and I believe that he did during that time, and hopefully things got patched up. That lasted three years. Um, I didn't hear anything about engagement or anything about that, just, you know, dating, three solid years. Broke up 2017. Same year, 2017, he seen with some Kelly Rohrbach chick, a swimsuit model, and not sure that they were you know, super serious, but that was a 2017 thing that was definitely brought to the public. Um, there were many girls bing, bing, bing here and there, but in 2018, very early in 2018, 
it was uh, made clear that Rodgers and Danica Patrick were, you know, together. And they took it very serious for two solid years. They moved in with each other, I believe, 2019. So a year after they moved in. And from that point, you know, almost a year after that, they broke up in July 2020 is when it was actually like put out. And also in July 2020, Rogers was is now seemingly involved with Shailene Woodley or whatever her name, the current girl. I didn't look it up, really spend much time on it. So apologize if I didn't say it right. However, you just see it's a two-year trend. He jumps over. But these whole times, he's had three-year relationship, two-year relationship, all these relationships, no engagement, right? Even with Danica Patrick, they moved in together. He had almost a year after that. No word of engagement, no word of any of that. And then you come to July 2020. Rogers breaks up with Danica officially. He's uh, quoted or rumored to be with the other lady already, who's also an actress um, on a TV show. Danica Patrick, for those that don't know, I don't know where you've been, but she is a race car driver, pretty much the first race women, woman race car driver in NASCAR, I believe. Sorry if I'm mistaken. Um, I know that there was Shirley McDowney or Shirley Downey or something. She was a NHRA driver, but I don't believe there was another woman in NASCAR Formula One, especially smashing like Danica Patrick. So Danica Patrick was a bad woman. She was a race car driver. Um, sexy little thing, but probably only like 4'10 or something, which I think was what gave her the advantage in most of her driving scenarios was her size and weight, and it was hard for the other drivers to compete with that, especially over a period of hundreds of laps when you're talking about fuel, mileage, and tire wear and all that stuff. I mean, weight is what weight is. So with that being said, she was a beast in driving. Um, She definitely had her advantages. However, she put up with a lot, and I give her a lot of respect. Very, very strong woman. Um, with that being said, Roger's current relationship, another actress, another TV star, you know what I mean? More, more in the public spotlight, which is fine. Um, that's what he chooses to do. And, you know, very attractive lady. I've seen her modeling for magazines with her shirt open, very, you know, sexual type person. That's what he seems to be into is the younger sexual type girls, which is cool. He on that freaky leak thing, which is fine. It's been addressed. Uh, one of the Girls he was with brought it up. And there's like articles about it. Or he brought it up and did things about it. I didn't really read into it, but his personal life has definitely been exposed. Um, and it's just all in the public image. And I think all these relationships, with that being said, if they hooked up in July 20, July 20, uh, 2020, if that's when they started, he announced his engagement in February 2021. And at that point, his lady got on and uh, uh, says in an article, like, the war- to the world, it's something new. But to us, we've been engaged for a while. Now, if it's February 2021 and it's new to the world, you guys just met in July 2020. How long? Oh, look, that's seven months, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's seven months. In seven months, and you've been engaged for a while. I'm not going to speculate on for a while is, but he was with all these other ones for two years and everything and nothing, you know what I mean? Nothing happened. Now, somewhere in 20, 2020, he says somebody's life has changed and all this change and a different mind and a new him or something. 
He's on his uh, Zen Fuki, basically. I don't know. He's a new man. He's changed, blah, blah, blah. He's almost 40 years old. He's got no kids, and he's got, basically, if his family's rough, he's got nothing around him that's solid, um, which might explain why he's out in Hawaii with her friends and not really his friends because I think it's her ex uh, co-star or something like that. I don't know. Me, personally, I'm not into that hoo-wop. I don't even hang out with my my girl's friends like that. Um Especially when I have my own friends that I don't get to see, but I, I have a different life. I work on a lot of projects. I'm building a lot of cars. I'm constantly working. I was working all weekend except for my birthday, which I kind of got lazy on. Uh, with that being said, back to Mister Rogers. It's it's interesting in seven months that you know he's engaged now. All the previous ones, he I didn't hear anything about engagement. You know, it's very interesting that he brought it up during the MVP announcement, which. He did from home. You know what I mean? If he was on center stage, I don't know he would have talked about that. He probably had his girl on his lap at that time. You know what I mean? And just talking into the camera and definitely had to point her out twice and make her feel acknowledged. You know what I mean? Just like announce it to the world and I'm going to do it today during my MVP speech. And I already, you know, changed somebody's plans. He announced after he lost. Well, we lost the game. Oh, man. It's been interesting little drama with this guy. Um, I spent a lot of time on it just because I don't think people understand where I was coming from. People are like, oh, you're harsh, and you don't understand, and you don't understand. I'm looking at the bigger picture. you know. And, and people in successful relationships, from what I've heard, is you take a lot of BS, and you got to take some, and you give some. It's a give and take thing. Um, I know that the Packers have been given a lot from Aaron Rodgers in the win category, and... I think it's very clear now the Packers have taken a lot from Aaron Rodgers in the BS category, you know, and I think that the McCarthy um, scenario really played that out. And I think we realized that McCarthy was, you know, he was not the best coach. And you see that over there in Dallas. He is not the greatest coach in the world. We could have got, had a better coach. We probably could have given Rodgers a better shot. Um, There's nothing against Rodgers. I mean, Maybe the Packers rode that too long. I can't argue with you there. I definitely wanted McCarthy out of there at that point. Um, I think we had our defensive coordinator, Dom Capers, way too long. I wanted him gone at that point. There's a lot of things that we do hold on too long to in the Packers organization. Rodgers may, and it's probably one of them, um, even though he's playing at an amazing level. Amazing level. He also had an amazing O-line. Um, he has a great team. He's had a great team. I mean, we've we've been pretty solid. We draft amazing. The Packers organization, we got to give them the credit where the credit's due. They build an amazing, amazing franchise all the time. And I don't think it was just, a, you know, luck that Brett Favre was followed up with Aaron Rodgers. It's the structure. It's, they, they assess talent, and they draft very well. They understand potential, and they develop players. And I only understand player development because I'm a Sacramento Kings fan. We draft great talent pretty much every year, and they never develop. Once they get on, we put them in, and basically I think we just leave them to play their own game, basically. I don't know what happens over there in Sacramento. Player development is not a strong suit, so all comes back to being thankful. No injuries, player development. That's that's. It, Hand in hand. It's hard to develop when you're injured. You can, but only by the books. It's it's a lot better when your hand's on. You know what I mean? 
Um, with that being said, Rodgers, he's always an injury concern. You know what I mean? He's been injured multiple times, uh, like, like collarbone. You know what I mean? He's, he's not Brett Favre. He's definitely not bulletproof. He's getting older. Um, Tom Brady doesn't miss many games. Tom Brady's a beast over there. So if you compare Rodgers to Brady, you do have to understand that it's not really fair. Um, needless to say, the Super Bowl wins, but also the injuries. Uh, Rodgers has been a little more fragile. And that, that, you know, especially in the collarbone areas. Um, so emotionally, he's been a lot more fragile. Uh, I mean, I don't know if, if nobody saw this relationship thing and everybody's blaming the Packers and blame this, blame that. It's always the blame game. The Packers definitely could have done more. They could have done a lot, a lot worse. They could have done a lot worse. And with that being said, Rodgers could have too. Um, it's unfortunate we've come to this situation. You know what I mean? But I think that when you start asking for power, it all comes back to that Diaz post. Like, Diaz is not in requesting which players or which fighters stay in the UFC. It's out of bounds, um, too much to ask for. You know what I mean? It's, it's ridiculous. And that's basically what I think Aaron Rodgers is looking for now is saying who's, who's on the team. Realistically, Rodgers probably has three more years if – if we sign him into some miraculous way, I think we only want him his, you know. Uh, I don't understand how Tom Brady's doing it, so I hate to even compare him with Tom Brady because Tom Brady is one of a kind. Tom Brady's rings, you can look at him. So I want to compare him more with the Drew Brees scenario. And, like, there aren't this, these arms fall off fast. Peyton Manning and the arm, when it, when it goes, it goes. And I don't want to see it happen to Rodgers, but – Possibly three more years. You know what I mean? That's all I see out of Rodgers. Three more years. I think that that's good. It'll probably be, you know, 40-something, 40 41, 42 possibly. Not really sure. Should have done that, you know, research. But we'll see. Um, wanted to bring, you know, shed some light on the Aaron Rodgers. You know, this dude is not an expert with relationships. He doesn't seem to uh, have many successful ones around him. And with that being said, be careful on the Packers, man. The Packers, we've we've got a lot of support from our fans. Aaron Rodgers has got, you know, backlash from Greg Jennings, and I know some of these guys, now they're eating out of his hands. You know what I mean? Now these guys are back, you know, he's puppeteering a lot of a lot of these guys in the media now. You know, needless to say their names, they make themselves look like fools. They beat around the bush, and it's just, it's bad. It's bad. I'm sorry, you know, for Packer Nation that, these things have to be addressed, that we even spend time on these situations. I mean, we love Packer Nation. We're Packer football, and it's sad when we're stuck in these situations. I remember being pretty upset, or not upset, but disappointed with the Brett Favre scenario, and just, uh, you know, it wasn't that he wanted, didn't want to be a Packer. We just didn't know if he was going to play. We thought he was going to retire. We were like, all right, Aaron Rodgers, we're going to see what you're made of. And then Brett Favre's back. And it's like, oh, Brett Favre, all right, all right, he's back. And, and until, you know, until that day when they were like, well, we're not, you know, Brett Favre getting traded. Who man, I remember watching a, who was it? Brett Favre and the Jets versus Oakland Raiders when I was working out in Reno, Nevada. Because we went to go pick up my buddy from the airport. Yep. I remember watching him lose while we were sitting in the strip club. The whole everybody's at the bar and everything. I'm just sitting there glued to the TV just watching Brett Favre throw that game away. Because I put 
out there you can gamble, and I put a lot of money on the jet, so I'll never forget that I was very, oh, that was a sad day, sad day. But with that being said, for those that didn't hear, that was my alarm because I got things to do. Been on here a while, you know what I mean? Uh, Hate to sit and dwell on this, but, hey, you know what I mean? Relationships are not my specialty. I'm not the best at them. I'm just, you know, I'm decent. I pat around, you know, five years, and then by that point we understand what's going on. But, hey, it took him what, a couple months this time. So maybe Aaron Rodgers struck gold. Maybe he knows what he's doing, or maybe he's just whipped, and maybe, you know, maybe you guys have a better understanding. So I'd love to hear your input, but definitely shed some light on perspective. I'm only judging the man by his case of work. You know what I mean? I'm not judging him by what's recently transpiring and things like that. No, you have to look at the whole body of work. Um, I think somebody in their, you know what I mean, early 30s, if you still have an issue with your family that you can't work out, I really don't. I personally can't understand it because I went through things with my family when, you know, my mom left when we were in like third, fourth grade. So we went through things way earlier. And there's been things where, you know, that's a whole different story. I mean, we got drugs, we got attempted suicide, we got real suicide, we got all types of things in that scenario. That's a whole life story and I can I can break down my relationship things and why you know I have relationship issues of my own so I'm not judging nope nope I'm not you know no 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 man my hands I got more red on my hands than anybody else so guilty as charged you know what I mean love you guys Bob Dog, particularly Packers gonna jump off always uh subscribe wherever you get your podcasts like us on social media hit me with any messages Q&A um I know that's why I had to make this one. You guys thought I was harsh on the guy, but it is what it is, man. This guy's not good at relationships. It's not his specialty. He can throw the ball, but when it comes to managing, um, I, I don't want to managing anything more than the quarterback position. And that's just hike, hike, and, you know, maybe in the play calling a little bit. You can, you know, you can start getting touchy when you start messing with the play calling, but, hey, we'll see. We'll see what happens, folks. Love y'all. I'm out. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, go Pack Go.